Good morning. I am Chris Mazzara, and this is 4AM Motivations, a podcast that is completely dedicated to your growth. It is currently 4.22 in the morning, and I'm grateful you're here because we are stepping back into this series of Finishing Strong, where for this entire month, we have been focused on all things of how to finish this year off with strength and momentum to carry it off into the new year. Because oftentimes, if we're not careful, we start to get persuaded to really take our foot completely off the gas during this month, Hmm. and we start to get uh, more persuaded to step into the idea, well, hey, January 1 is when I actually will start. So we believe that you can grow every day of your life, and today, I'm grateful because we have a special guest with us, um, somebody that I truly admire, and somebody I'm deeply inspired by every single day because I get to work alongside this man. But this is our lead coaching trainer here at Mazara Coaching. He not only coaches clients to become the best versions of themselves, to see success in their personal and professional lives, but he also coaches our coaches. He makes sure that their quality is always up to the Mazara way. So Pierce Drexler, welcome to the 4AM Motivations podcast. How are you feeling at 4.24 in the morning? Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris, for having me. It feels amazing. I feel empowered. I feel amped. And possibly because I don't do this all too much, so it's easy to do once or twice. But all in all, since you do this every morning, you make it look easy, Chris. I I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, It never feels quite easy, but it does feel very good while you're doing it and after. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I I wanted to start us off on this series of Finishing Strong with the very relevant story of what's been going on. Guys, what you're not aware of is that this is actually Pierce's third time stepping into this studio in the past week. Yeah. Um, Like I have told you guys before, I'm always very transparent. Whenever you're starting something new, there's always these little problems that you're still discovering to make sure that they're not problems any longer. And with this podcast... Uh, We've had Pierce over here twice, and somehow both times we weren't able to fully have a fleshed out episode. So, Pierce is stepping back in for the third time at four in the morning when he doesn't do this ever (laughs) and allow us to uh, bring this episode into existence. So, first of all, man, I I Mm. wanted to start there. I think it is so relevant, and I really do want to use this as an opportunity to, to really empower people. Because oftentimes we want to finish strong, right? Oftentimes we have momentum going towards what we want. We push through, we've gotten things done, but yet it still doesn't work out in our favor. A lot of times people can get very discouraged by that, can be very deflated by that. I can imagine somebody else who's not as really hasn't mastered their mind quite to the level that you have, having come here at 4 a.m. and leaving extremely (laughs) pissed knowing that they had to come do this again, or maybe just don't do it at all. So I I wanted to see really, how do you respond when things don't go your way? They don't go as planned. And really, how have you responded to this idea? Well, hey, this didn't go as planned, but yet I'm going to lean into it again. Yeah, that's a great question. I believe we all ask ourselves a specific question when trials, when obstacles occur. I think this primary question really leads our life. And so my primary question has evolved and developed over time where after even the second time with this issue, it was more or less, hey, 
How can I get better mm, mm, mm. for the next episode? How could I improve, enhance, develop to come stronger in the next episode? And so this primary question has really changed. And we have to consider that when realizing and facing obstacles. So I think it's more important to focus and magnify that solution versus the problem in your current situation. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it, right? I think the question we ask ourselves Mm. uh, really gives us the answers that we need. Um, And if we're feeding ourselves negative questions that lead to negative answers, I would imagine we're going to feel pretty negative about something. (laughs) These questions that we ask ourselves, let's use this very practically for others. Mm. So let's say they are faced with a a moment of things don't go as planned and yeah. they're a little discouraged, a little disheartened. What would you give to people? What would, advice would you give or coaching um, in order to, for them to respond in a better way? Yeah, we want to start realizing that obstacles and unfortunate circumstances or things that are out of our control tend to happen regardless <laughs> if you're not prepared. And so we want to start anticipating mm. a lot of the things that can come about So that way we're equipped, we're prepared, and we're not so reactive. You know, winners anticipate, losers react. Mm. We want to start kind of overseeing some of the challenges that could come about. And if we can anticipate these things, then we can train our mindset and raise, which is the next thing, our adversity quotient. How do you overcome obstacles to see the solution versus the problem? And this adversity quotient, how are we handling the unfortunate circumstances, the pivotal moments that we need to shift and be agile? And much like training in the gym, are we exercising these muscles, our mindset, so much so that when these matters occur, how do we react? Or are we anticipating this? Right In life, when anything we're trying to pursue... Are we anticipating the challenges and are we developing the muscle to know how to shift and pivot in the event that certain things that we can't control come about and we're accepting to that and we're inspired, we're motivated, we're in fact excited to experience resistance because it's through that resistance change and matters that you cannot control test our ability to overcome adversity and it strengthens our mindset to know neurologically we're creating new pathways to be able to shift and look at the positive instead of the negative. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing when somebody can learn to embrace resistance. Mm. I think um, the gym is is a, I almost feel like I use this example on every podcast episode, Yeah, but the gym is is a great example of that, right? Mm. It's the more weight you lift, the stronger you become. What we're doing, we're saying the more resistance I feel is the more growth that I acquire. Yeah. And when we can start to understand that about life, that, hey, if it's not difficult, if it's not challenging, maybe it doesn't lead to that much. Yeah. As human beings, we seek the path of least resistance. And that is only natural. Our brains are forcing us to do that. We want the path of whatever is easiest, take me there. So when we can retrain our minds to say, Let me embrace the challenge. Let me embrace the difficulty because I know that's what pushes and propels me forward to the new levels I'm seeking. I think that's a bit of a breakthrough in our life. So your ability to embrace the challenge and allow that obstacle 
to become an opportunity. So you use obstacles, whatever your problems or whatever challenges are in your way, and you use them as opportunities to grow. So yes, I'm grateful for it. I have another question in terms of... Uh, so a lot of times, we not only get discouraged by when things don't go as planned, mm. but also when the result that we're seeking doesn't come as quickly as we'd like. Oof. You know, let's say somebody, we're starting a podcast yeah. or a YouTube channel. And as soon as they start creating the videos and posting, they're getting all excited. But then they start realizing the views aren't coming as high or the subscribers aren't coming as quickly. Mm. Often, that's the moment of discouragement. That's the moment where people give up. This can be business owners. This can be people exercising. Whatever it is, when it doesn't come as quickly as we'd like, we tend to give up or find a reason to not go yeah. that hard. So <laughs> I understand the the that success is a lag time. And I think so do you. Hmm. You realize, well, I have to keep at this for a long enough period of time until these results come. So what do you believe about this idea of success having a lag time? And how do you, have you trained yourself not to give up until the results come? Wow. I love this question. And this is applied all throughout life, right? And if people can make themselves aware that this lag time exists, it'll give them the endurance, the stamina, and just the proper understanding on how things function day to day. If you have not worked out in years, but you want to look and feel the part, going to the gym one or two times a week, maybe even a month, you may not see much results. And that's how people treat the majority of things in right. life expecting immediate results, immediate pleasure, and all of what they want in such a short time. But does that make logical sense? Nope. You haven't worked out 10 years, five years, but you want to look the part and go to the gym for a few weeks? Right. There's lag time. You need to stay consistent. All the same, that if you go to the gym and have been going for five, 10 years and miss a few days, is it really going to be detrimental? You're not going to see much difference. Yeah. In fact, you may need a rest. Yeah. And so we can see that it's not so much of the small things in the event, but the majority of your habits and patterns that form and compound like compound interest. Mm. And so this lag time, mm. when we understand the process of building momentum, we need to first know based off of our habits and our patterns will ultimately lead to our destination. Yeah. But it's the short-term decisions that we need to start focusing on and not associate so much pleasure, so much content to assume that, hey, since I've done this a couple times, right. most people are going to feel as if they want immediate pleasure right, in today's society. But you can't associate massive success right. to just something you've done a couple of times. Right. You need to develop those habits and patterns and know that you're going through that lag time yeah. and it's okay. Yeah. Keep pushing. Keep going because in the long term, you're building up those habits yeah. and those patterns to ultimately see those results, that success. Yeah. And much like I mentioned earlier about shifting your focus right. more on magnifying the solution instead of the problem, I'm constantly focusing on the outcome the end result and all of who I can become instead of focusing on the short-term discomfort, the short-term discipline, right? I think even Tony Robbins and a lot of people even quote, the pain of regret is far more greater 
than the pain of discipline. And so we need to transition over to understand who is it that I need to become. And it's okay to go through those barriers and breakthroughs. So I wouldn't give up hope. I wouldn't question your intentions or expect immediate results. But rather, who am I becoming? Mm. And the results that I want, Mm. who is like that? So I can start identifying myself as such to know who is it that I need to become. Let me act and behave accordingly and change my perception instead of on the short term and focus more on the long term. And so my mind has shifted. My thoughts have changed into the long-term results instead of the immediate and short-term pleasures. God, that's beautiful, bro. I think it's one of the most important things we can do. Embrace the idea of the man, the person, the woman that we are becoming. We believe God is more focused on who we become. And as long as we are embracing that our current circumstances, exactly how they are, we're for our best interest, that life is happening for us and not to us. Come on. And when we understand that, when we embrace that, mm. we start to use every obstacle, every good thing, every problem as a great reason and a great way to grow. Yeah. God cares about our growth. God cares about who we're becoming. God doesn't really necessarily care about what we acquire, what we achieve. God does not want you to get to the end of your result, to get to the end goal that you're seeking yeah. without you becoming the person that mm. he needs you to become. Yeah. The most important thing we can do is fall in love with the process. Let's go. We got to fall in love with the process. I think it's a great thing to fall in love with the outcome. I think it's a great thing to envision and visualize yourself yeah. crossing the marathon finish line yeah. with your business having 10x and you, you grew the revenue by 100,000. <laughs> you know, I think these are all great things to visualize. Absolutely. Keep yourself motivated towards what you're headed to and what God has placed on your heart. However, what's most important is that you are falling in love with the process of the day-to-day. I personally... I only do business with people that I believe love the process. Mm. I do not do business with people that I don't believe are passionate about their craft. I feel very appreciative that you're going to love the quality, the output of what you're doing. And I already know the end result is going to be blessed. I think of Enrique's story, the videographer that really is the only videographer I'm going to ever work with. Terra Insight Media, if you guys (laughs) never heard of him. Very passionate man about what he does. But when I see him in motion, when I see him in work, when I see him talking about work, there's not this price that's immediately associated and him trying to negotiate. No, it's like, how do I give you the greatest quality work with what I currently have? That's who I want to do business with. Mm. So I see that across the board. I'm not necessarily persuaded by your excellence as much as I am by your passion. Wow. If you have excellence, if you have quality, Without the passion, you won't have me as a customer. (laughs) I need to see the passion that you have for the process. And then you immediately have me to say, okay, I wonder how excellent they are as well. I wonder how great they are with the details. I wonder how technical they are. I wonder how far they can really take this thing. But passion comes first. So falling in love with the process. My man, you define that on such a different level. Your dedication Your passion is the very reason why, I mean, I see the vision of what you're going to do with Mazzara and the heights that you're going to bring it to, coaching period, and what you're going to not only elevate our company, but every individual client that you work with. So I see that, and I'm excited for it. I'm also intrigued to see 
how are you doing because you love the process of what you're mm. doing yeah. with this idea of finishing strong. When you're focused on finishing the year strong, what does that look like? And what have you been leaning into, maybe personally, professionally? I love that. In my personal life, it's been a little over two years. I've been working out almost every single day. Now, I may have missed one or two days given my schedule. And I use that as leverage to recover, technically. But all in all, I've been consistent for the past two years working out every day, Mm. sharpening my sword. Really staying consistent in and through that has led to me figuring out what I'm really made of. Yeah. And this transitions into all aspects of life. So to finish this year strong, to be able to not only work out every day for an hour for the past two years, but to listen to self-development audiobooks every day. in and throughout every time I work out. Beautiful. Every time. And so I'm using and leveraging this no extra time method, right? Mm. To be able to do two things at once. And it's built my ability to become even a better coach from the knowledge that I'm instilling in myself. That's my personal side. Professional is for me to analyze and review all of the results of my clients and to see how I can enhance the systems come January that can be implemented to know that we can even progress to achieve and help people get all of what they want. And so I'm constantly focused on the implementations of systems and see how we can revamp, how we can become more innovative, and how we can improve all of what we can to provide even a more phenomenal service each and every year so that way clients can achieve all of what they want. Yeah, Uh, beautiful, bro. And I love how it's already connected to a place of service as well, right? You're growing to give. Mm. You're growing for your ability to give. Yeah. And I believe personally that's what we're here on in this planet, in this lifetime to do. Mm. God wants us to become the version of ourselves that he needs us to become so that we can help the people that he's calling us to help. And I think when we can connect our growth like that, yo, it's 3 a.m., I got to get up. I know that by me going through this process, this yeah. morning routine, my prayer walk, my my uh, my workouts, my mm. meditation, all these things, I know that when I step into the speech with the crowd or when I step into my session with the client or when I step in to be a husband to my wife, I know that they're going to get the best version of me. Let's so, go. When you can connect to that higher purpose and Mm. say, you know what, I need to fall in love with the process so that I grow, my character is defined, and that is also helping me implement the right systems of then serving the people that I'm called to serve. When you can really connect to that higher purpose, I I think you're just in full alignment with the purpose of life. What the heck we are here to do. Yeah. I'm so inspired by you. It's this interesting thing of us getting to team up on the same team and do mm. life and professionally together. The mission of our company and really what our life's work is, when you can do this with people that have fallen in love with the process and fallen in love with this whole purpose of what we believe life is for and meant for, man, it's a beautiful thing. So I know I feel like every time we talk now, I'm throwing <laughs> compliments your way. 
and this is not the time to, to deflect it and, and then throw it back at me. I know you got some kind of compliments already brewing in your head to throw it at me. I, I ultimately admire the well, standards that you hold, Chris. It's super attractive, and I tend to meet that standard, honestly. You. And I feel that I'm held accountable yeah. to hold that high standard as well. And that's what's so attractive, yeah. right? And even people that are attracted to us as we yeah. grow and develop. Hey, hey, those two hold yeah. a standard yeah. that's m- very much higher than your average. Yeah. And that's ultimately what we're chasing, right? To contribute and to give more is to be held at a different standard. Yeah. And so that should empower and motivate and really push people to know, wow, what is the standard I'm holding for myself? Yes, sir. No, I, so I went to dinner last night with a, with a good friend. And I felt like the entire conversation, the, the, the hour and a half, all it was was this iron sharpening iron, mm. right? It was such so good. deep intellectual conversations. And in every moment, I'm getting better and better. And I think it is always so freaking true. Who you surround yourself with mm. is who you're going to become. And when you have... Absolutely. When you've surrounded yourself with people yeah. that have standards that either are higher than yours in certain areas or are meeting you at your level... You have no choice but to grow. Hmm. And you have no choice but for that iron sharpening iron mentality. Yeah. So I'm grateful that we both get that. And I'm grateful that you see that as well and that you've embraced what we've done together and that we're still going to take this you know, thing to even new heights. Um, so let's use that as a good segue, right? When it, when it comes to what our company does, we're here to help empower people and help them see success in, in life, personally, professionally. What could you give the people today for this idea of finishing strong. If you can give them one thing that says, hey, do this, think this way, act this way, and it'll help you achieve what you want. Yeah. Well, Chris, you mentioned how you want to fall in love with the process. We also want to know that mastery exists. Mm. And you want to define mastery in a way that's personal to you. To know that, hey, it's okay with falling in love with boredom, Mm. right? The greatest threat to human success is not failure, but boredom. And you have to understand that those who have done so much and their standards are so high, committed to the process, have that passion, found that purpose, they do the same thing constantly, sharpening that sword to then eventually become masters of their craft. So are you doing the same thing so much so that, yeah, it could be boring at times, but are you getting better? Are you getting 1% better each and every day to know that in 5 and 10, 20 years, you're going to be so damn good at that very thing that everyone will pay you for, that everyone will know that you're passionate, that you're a man or woman of excellence. Are you willing to master that very thing you know you were called to do beautiful Uh, i think seeking mastery right i think it's a it's a beautiful thing when you think of every entrepreneur what the journey usually is is they fall in love with a craft yeah or a service or a skill they then do what they can to become masterful at it and then once they are masterful at it they've fallen in love with the process of it well, then they can start attaching a price to it and saying, how can I actually give this to people 
and yeah. make it uh, valuable enough for them to pay for it. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing. Uh, I think this instant gratification lifestyle that we all live now kind of misleads us. Yep. Where we go to the idea of like, all right, well, what can I find that will, you know, I can attach a price <laughs> to immediately. Yeah. And I think people have forgotten the the necessity and honestly the beauty of becoming masterful at something. Mm. Right, really achieving excellence because you love it, because you're passionate about it, and then going to the price thing, then the exchanging of money. People have really been misled of kind of doing it and vice versa, doing the opposite and just going for the money first. And y'all, it's just not what entrepreneurship is, or at least not successful yeah, entrepreneurship, no. not purposeful. Not for the long Not run. for the long term, you know. No. So I think uh, it's a great thing, man, bringing mastery into the equation reminding us in this podcast and our listeners it's not just what you're doing or acquiring it's who you're becoming mm. and man that is so important so mr pierce drexler i am uh so impressed by how you've shown up these three times at four in the morning let's go <laughs> and i know this is not a norm for you um but man you make it look like it is so I'm thankful that you've come here once again and uh, Thank you for allowed our listeners to really learn from you, learn from your mindset, uh, learn from some of your practices. So um, what is a, a social media, Instagram, or anything that they could start following you at? Well, definitely start with Mazar Coaching and then just my at Pierce Drexler. Put a lot of value, a lot of content out there, but it's integrated with Mazar Coaching to know that, hey, if you need to be held accountable, which most of us need to be, if we're trying to achieve something, if we're headed in the direction that we ultimately want to go, who is holding you accountable? Right. Who is structuring and strategizing all of the things that you need to get done? So that way you can get from where you are to where you want to go in the shortest time. Very good. Right? Yeah, beautiful, man. Well, I, I'm appreciative, my brother. Um, it is only 4.53 in the morning. Nice. So we got a full day ahead of ourselves. But, Let's uh, go. But we've gotten it kicked off to the right way, man, and the right way. Um, well, my listeners here at 4 a.m. Motivations, we're uh, thankful that you joined us, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Till next time, my 4 a.m. family. Peace. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4 a.m. Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivation sent you and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.